You're listening to Three Kitchens Podcast, a member of the Alberta Podcast Network, locally grown, community supported. And now, time to find out what's cooking today. This episode is brought to you by Park Power, your friendly local utility providers in Alberta, offering internet, electricity, and natural gas with low rates, awesome service, and profit sharing with local charities. Winter is coming, and energy usage for all Albertans will be increasing. So now is a great time for listeners to look at their utility bills and ensure they are on the best plan. Albertans have a choice of utility providers. Park Power is happy to provide free, no-obligation comparisons. If you decide to switch providers, it's easy, and you can feel good knowing you are supporting a local business and helping to get back to our communities with your utility bill. Learn more at parkpower.ca. Welcome to Three Kitchens Podcast. This is a special Halloween episode. And to celebrate Halloween, we have special guests. We have Indy and Samantha Randawa, who are the hosts of I Love This, You Should Too, a podcast where they tell each other about movies and other things they love and then discuss it. And sometimes they both like it and sometimes they don't. Which is really fun, <laughs> makes for fun discussions, I think. Hello and welcome. Hi. Thank you. It's nice to be here. And I didn't introduce my co-hosts either. I'm Heather. I, I forgot, <laughs> Heather. <laughs> I felt it. I'm sorry. I'm Heather and I'm here with Sarah and Aaron as well, of course. Hello, of ladies. Course. Hello, everyone. Well, I wouldn't be doing Hello. it just me. <laughs> so, of course. <laughs> Three kitchens went through budget cuts. No. <laughs> <laughs> Had to trim the fat. No. Oh. Oh. Wow. <laughs> tough, tough crowd, too. Some spooky stuff. Are we witnessing your breakup? What's happening? <laughs> no. So I hear there's co host spots open then as well. Oh. oh. <laughs> It's really fun because we both started our podcasts um, with the Alberta That's Podcast right. Network at the same time. We both onboarded. We did um, oh. back in April of twenty twenty one. Twenty one. Don't know how both <laughs> yeah. of you remember, remember. that date, but yeah. before we get going, why don't yes. why don't you guys tell us a little bit about your podcast and how you started and what you love about it and what's your favorite? Tell us the love stories. It. Yeah. Samantha and Indy. Oh, I think it is um, maybe the opposite because we we have a love story. The podcast does not come from that. I think. Oh. I um, I have a, a a good history with film. I my my first degree. I had a minor in film studies. I've written a few and acted a bunch and been in some stuff. And when I met Samantha, I would say, "Oh, what movies have you watched recently?" and I, I still remember one of her quotes was, oh, I don't talk about that kind of thing. And I was like, oh, this might be, this will be fun going forward. And eventually we started watching movies together and we would talk about it a little bit at a time. And somehow after that, I convinced her to try this. This is mm -hmm. our second attempt at a podcast, actually. Ooh. The first one only lasted a couple episodes and we couldn't commit to that. But um, Sam, do you want to tell them about the format of our show and what we usually do? Yeah, so we do um, 
two episodes. Uh, the first one is a uh, kind of pre-episode for introducing the movies. And we give um, like each a spoiler-free review of something that we're loving this week. And then um, we introduce the movie to the other person. Usually it's a secret. Sometimes it's not. Um, and then uh, for the full episode, which comes out the Monday after, uh, we do like a full spoiler-filled deep dive into whatever we watched and we critique it. We've torn them apart. We've like really loved on some movies. And sometimes we just argue about our points of view. <laughs> <laughs> Has it ever happened that you both dislike the movie? Mm -hmm. Yes, oh, wow. very early on. Um, Samantha got me to watch what she said was one of the best movies called Bride Wars. Uh, we watched it and very early in the episode, she went, yep, I was wrong on this one. And oh. I agreed. It was terrible. <laughs> um, we also have another episode that we did, like, we hate this and nobody else does about um love actually so we have like we went into that one being like no we're pretty sure we don't like this one <laughs> i think actually that's pretty split there's lots of people who don't like that one i think it's a love hate <laughs> it's a genre that it's not loved by everyone i think <laughs> oh that sounds great that sounds like a love story actually samantha just went to indie side <laughs> i did <laughs> Oh, That's fine. Great. I'll talk about movies. And the next thing she knows, he's like, well, let's record ourselves talking about these movies. <laughs> I guess exactly. maybe the love story is that uh, realizing that you can not love the same things as somebody and still love the person. Because I feel like so often with movies, with food, people are like, I like this. If you don't like it, Clearly, that's a personal attack on me. And we can realize that, oh, I can hate the movies you love. And at the end, you know what? We're still fine. Yeah. It definitely took me a while to be like, it's not, he's not attacking me. <laughs> <laughs> it's just his opinion. <laughs> I'm only attacking Kate Hudson, not you. <laughs> sure. It's good to have some fun disagreements like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so with... I love this, you should too. We decided to do a Halloween exchange. They sent us some options for movies and we sent them some options for snacks. They're not <laughs> options. We just oh, sent well. them food. We sent, we sent them food, but it's three <laughs> options that you could go and make for oh, Halloween Oh, spoiler snacks. alert, we yep. chose all of the above. Oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I didn't realize we had to choose one. I don't no, think so. That's why I, I was saying, so. what do you mean options? <laughs> <laughs> not a contest. Not the a contest. options are there's A, yes. B, C, and the famous D. All of the above. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's right. As Aaron said, we sent you guys food based on Halloween, and you sent us a few movie recommendations. And what were they? They were Trick or Treat, Nightmare on Elm Street, and Halloween. And we picked Trick or Treat. Mm -hmm. So we chose it because I pushed for it because trick-or-treat was not something I had watched before. And I wanted like the least scary because I don't like horror or scary movies. Right. <laughs> and Erin was pulling for Halloween. Which we just, and we I should was, just say. I was pulling for Halloween. She lost the battle. I like classic horror. <laughs> so. None of us wanted to watch Elm Street again. <laughs> no, none of us wanted. 
<laughs> nobody wanted to go back there again. <laughs> well, we're watching eight of them. So, yeah. so if you want to watch Elm Street or you want to talk about Elm Street, tune in. Yes. <laughs> there is the comprehensive full meal deal review. That's yes, right. Absolutely. That's right. I and you're doing all eight on the podcasts. We are including the, uh, I think it was 2010 they did the remake, but we won't oh. be doing Freddy versus Jason because Samantha has never seen a Friday the 13th. And okay. I feel like that's a prerequisite ah, for that right. one. Oh, yeah. Oh, and we oh. may do that at some point. So it please let me know be... what you do. I can't wait to hear you talk <laughs> about that. <laughs> a lot of these Nightmare on Elm Street movies, uh, we're six in and I would say two good ones. Oh, wow. <laughs> But those two, very good. <laughs> Gonna have to tune in to find which two those were. Yes. <laughs> we do a, a ranking at the end of, or most of the episodes this month. And uh, it does change. But I think in this last episode, we kind of said there's like the good ones, the okay ones, and then everything else. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like one big category for everything else. But I am glad that you chose Trick or Treat because okay. even though one of them is called Halloween, I think right. Trick or Treat is kind of the Halloween movie because I think that horror movies are not the same as Halloween movies. Mm. I think Halloween movies need to be spooky, but not necessarily scary. Like my favorite scary movies, The, the Shining, The Orphanage, things like that. Mm -hmm. I don't think of them as Halloween-y because... I think Halloween movies need to be a little bit fun, at least. I agree, yeah. A little bit festive, and if they take place at Halloween, even better. And although the, the original Halloween definitely fits in there, too, I think this one is just so much more fun and is really celebrating the holiday. It doesn't just take place at the holiday. Mm -hmm. Right. There's a, there's a history to it, and there's a loop to this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it follows in such a long tradition of, uh, of other horror movies. That's this right. This type of anthology horror that was more fun, that came from those uh, pre-comic book code comics that got turned into right. movies. There's a, a lot of history in this kind of silly, fun Halloween movie. So what genre would you call this? You know, like, it takes me back to the time where there was a little bit of nudity, there was a little bit of bullying... There was a little bit of meanness. It's campy. And, it's cheesy. Yeah. It's got all the, the necessaries. You have to have the like, you shouldn't walk up the stairs. You shouldn't right. turn that door handle. They're the foolish like said, moves. Yeah. There should be boobies definitely involved. <laughs> <laughs> that was the point where my kids were like, I'm out. I'm not yep. watching this movie. <laughs> Why? Uh, walking away. <laughs> They're eight and eleven, and they yeah. were just like, Ugh. they don't care about oh, swearing. They don't care about. <laughs> they were just no. like, no, yeah, Ooh, peak embarrassment age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it had it had all the what I would call the Halloween porn elements, not to do with <laughs> pornography <Yeah>. porn. <laughs> right. Mm -hmm. I think it's a really a throwback to a lot of those older, like late seventies and right through the eighties horror movies. What did you think of it, Samantha? Um, I like this one. It's fun. And like you said, it's got all the like classic horror movie things. And uh, I think this one, we kind of struggled because we were like, well, not a lot of horror movies make you want to eat. 
because like they can be gross. <laughs> oh yeah. I was for a second there. I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> no, but like, oh, cause we were like, okay, well, we need something that can work food in because okay. they're going to send us some treats or food or whatever. And so we were like, well, the trick or treat is probably the least gross of all of them. It's fun. I like that it has like both kids and adults. Um, right. And I found out when I was researching it that it never got a theatrical release. And so this year is the first year that it's available in theaters. Oh, oh. and what mm. year was it? 2007. Yeah, like all over. Oh. oh, oh, wow. Yeah, I think it was originally finished in 2007 and they just kept getting it pushed back and pushed back and eventually got buried. And then it came out in, I believe, 2009 straight to video. Mm-hmm. And never got released outside of film festivals, and it's out right now. So that's yeah. a, oh, a nice interesting. Huh. I looked up Wikipedia, and I, apparently there was rumor of a remake. They've been talking about two. the sequel for about seven years now, and yeah, every right. Halloween they say, "Oh, maybe this year," and it still hasn't happened. Ha- okay, but the writer director is still saying he's he's open, so yeah. maybe maybe eventually we'll get it. Right. <laughs> Do we want to give the plot a little bit? I wouldn't mind just a quick kind of recap of what the story is about. She fell asleep, guys. No, no, I didn't. I'm just joking. <laughs> this is Indy's superpower, so I'm going to let him go for oh, it. Oh, I don't know about this. I think this is a particularly hard movie to recap because there are six storylines i think it's not told chronologically and it's Mm -hmm. not linear so we're constantly jumping back and forth right if i can try to remember a good way to think about this movie is it does encapsulate kind of halloween throughout somebody's life like there is that one story Mm. that is about a father and son and they do a bunch of misdirects and you think the father's going to kill the son. Turns out the son is a killer himself. Right. Yeah. As you at a very young age when you're still doing it with your parents. <laughs> As you do. Sorry. Well, <laughs> maybe not funny. kill, but doing Halloween things. Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> then your next stage in life is when you are a kid and you're trick-or-treating and you're out by yourself. And there's a story here about... Uh, kind of these bully kids who are tricking a another girl into thinking that there are some terrible zombies down here and twist on the twist turns out yes there actually are and she got them back yeah Yeah, i love that part yeah Mm -hmm. and then you have that storyline as you grow up and you're in your 20s and what's halloween about then dressing sexy of course right so we have these uh the misdirect that we think there are these uh young women that are out there and they one of them might be having sex for the first time but then the twist on that one is of course that they are the werewolves and they are the ones out on the hunt are we allowed to say this Mm -hmm. i really like the part where they got the principal back i love that misdirect like you was like yes first that there's a real vampire in this movie and no it turns out he's this creepy serial killer and he is the prey and not the predator after all that was a lot of fun yeah yeah Mm -hmm. that was good that was the only moment where i wanted to see like an actual timeline of this movie because i didn't really understand (laughs) when everything was happening right right. yeah Mm -hmm. because the movie kind of starts at the end it starts at the end and then it says previously yeah and we start the day over again and then i guess maybe the final story is when you are a grumpy old curmudgeon and Halloween isn't as fun and we have the one man who is revealed to be the bus driver from right. that other story and mm. now he is this um 
kind of hermit. And throughout all of these stories, we have the character of Sam, who is kind of the the spirit of Halloween and punishing people when they don't have those Halloween values. And he right. comes for him at the end. But he gets his candy, so he's going to leave because that's all you need right. to do to get rid of Sam. And he gets his punishment from the people that he harmed way, way a long time ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this was a great cast yeah. in this movie. Mm-hmm. A lot right. of people from X-Men movies. No, great cast. Um, definitely there was some confusion <laughs> on our part. It was kind of like Pulp Fiction, how so many <laughs> storylines are happening at mm-hmm. different times at the same... Yeah, it, it felt sort of twisted around. Mm-hmm. I would compare it to that. You know what? And I kind of like it more after you gave that synopsis, Indy and Samantha. So <laughs> I think it's a great movie for that because I watch it almost every year. And it is something that mm-hmm. is rewarding when you watch it because you see that all of those characters who are no one to us early on, they're in the background doing those things throughout right. the movie. So you yeah. notice more things every time you watch it? Think that timeline together. Oh, nice. yeah, yeah. It seems almost more like a play on how Christmas movies usually are. Of course, this is a mm-hmm. Halloween movie, but there are very few movies that are for Halloween and not nearly to the extent that they are for Christmas. But this does a lot of the things that Christmas movies do, but for Halloween. Because I think the best Christmas movies, they play on nostalgia, they play on Christmas traditions, and the, the best, best ones even make some um, traditions of their own. And I think right. this movie does that. It right. does some things that we all know, like, you have to check your candy. If not, something bad will happen Ooh. to you. And we have someone who is poisoned. We have razor blades and candy. But then they also <laughs> yes. introduce some traditions of if you can't blow out the jack-o'-lantern. Right. I've mm. never heard that before. Mm-hmm. So I think that's yeah. kind of original mm-hmm. in this. And every time you break one of those rules, Sam comes to punish you. It's kind of the opposite of what we get in Christmas movies, where if you uphold these values, Santa comes and rewards you. Oh, yeah. Here mm. we're getting the uh, the flip side of the that. Because Halloween is kind of that mm-hmm. flip on, on Christmas. I really <laughs> liked on the sets how they were hanging the pumpkins in the trees. Oh, wasn't that was beautiful? beautiful? I I was mm-hmm. like, how can I do that? Because I That's have like what two I was thinking, big, creepy trees in my front yard. And I'm like, ooh, oh, maybe I should do this so this beautiful. year. Because I really, mm. I thought the that part of the set design was really good. So beautiful. Yeah, yeah. It was a, be- it it was was a beautiful. beautiful movie. Mm-hmm. like that way mm-hmm. with photography and videography and stuff like that Absolutely. it looked like a fun halloween town if yeah. you didn't know all the bad stuff that was happening it, kind of look like yeah. it looked like a fun party with all the lights and all everyone's own just yeah. like it's like yeah. the equivalent mm-hmm. of all those hallmark movies for christmas where yeah, you're like oh yeah. i want to live in that yeah, town. yeah, yeah. i want to have yeah. christmas with the christmas festival yeah, yeah. Yeah. i want to go to christmas in a hallmark movie and i want to have yeah. halloween in trick-or-treat because right. i'd follow the rules so i'd be yes safe. yeah there you go. <laughs> except for all this the weird people oh, except for the <laughs> mean except people. for zombies and werewolves and like a, a yeah. principal <laughs> yeah. follow the rules and you'll be fine I guess. <laughs> if you go in knowing what the rules are, you're safe. There I you guess. go. Yeah. yeah. I like that final scene where you kind of get everybody all in one right. or everybody who's still alive. And they cross all in paths. It's, it's a fun mm-hmm. thing yeah. to kind of end up on. It brings it together. Yeah, it kind of mm-hmm. it ties the knot. 
from the two ends <laughs> that you start at. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's take a, a quick break and uh, and talk about the food that went with the movie. Should I say that again? No, I think you did a good job. Okay. <laughs> you can edit, Erin. Looks like I'm editing. No. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> With Pod Power, our sponsors are making it possible for us to amplify the voices of Albertans and Alberta podcasters. This episode, Edmonton Community Foundation is helping us give a Pod Power shout out to Overdue Finds, an Edmonton Public Library podcast. Bryce Cretenden and Caroline Land host conversations about books, movies, music, pop culture, and other interesting news about Edmonton. It's a great way to learn more about what's happening at EPL and how you can use your library card to access all of EPL's in-person and online services. To listen and find out more about Overdue Finds, head to epl.ca slash podcast. All right, welcome back, everybody. We've got Sam and Indy here, and we're going to talk Halloween snacks. Mm -hmm. And you don't have to choose just one, in case you were mistaken. Nope. <laughs> Excellent. Ah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> So okay. let's start. So we made three different Halloween treats that we shipped up to Edmonton from our home in Calgary. And so we've got Heather, why don't you start us out with what you sure. crafted? Okay, so I made an apple pie rice crispy treat. I think we are all pretty familiar with rice crispy squares to rice crispy treats. You have marshmallow, you have rice krispies, and you kind of melt the marshmallow and put the rice krispies in and form them into a square. The difference with this one is your marshmallow is homemade. So there's none oh. of those store-bought marshmallows in these squares. So marshmallow, for those who don't know, you're using gelatin and some type of syrup. Mm -hmm. You're whipping it until it's this gooey, frothy, it, it like triples in size. You, end, you start with this little bit in your bowl and it goes kind of blows up and you've got marshmallow cream. Mm -hmm. In this one, you've got ginger, cinnamon, nutmeg, cloves, apple cider, which you use to bloom the gelatin and also for the syrup. The syrup is apple cider and corn syrup base. Okay. Like apple cider vinegar or nope. apple cider? Apple cider, okay. the stuff okay. you drink. Okay. Mm. Yeah. So that's what gives it an apple flavor. And the spices, you're tossing your cereal with spices. Mm -hmm. It's not going into your marshmallow. I think oh, it mixes okay. better. Yeah. Mixes, distributes better that way. And that's it. It's actually really simple to make marshmallow and simple to make your own Rice Krispie squares with your own. And it was so pretty. The squares were so pretty. Mm -hmm. They had good color. Mm -hmm. And I think maybe so due to the, the homemade marshmallow, the texture of these was so much better than any other Rice Krispie squares I have that are made mm -hmm. with your store-bought marshmallows because they maintain the crispiness of the of the rice, but uh, it just had an extra bit of gooeyness between each little mm -hmm. Rice Krispie. So it was, they were delicious with all the, the kind of the warm fall spices in it too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And like that apple flavor was like a nice surprise, even though I was reading the card that you guys sent. I was like, ooh, apple. That's exciting. <laughs> and it definitely tasted like an apple pie. Yeah, mm -hmm. it, did. it did. Yeah, sometimes things have a name and you're like, what well, doesn't really taste like that? But in this case, it kind of did come through, I think. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Absolutely. It was so gooey and chewy in a and chewy, good yeah. way. It was, mm -hmm. yeah, I really, and it was super duper sweet. I think I it got was. through yeah. half of what you shared and I was like, 
okay, so I'm not going to eat any more of this square. <laughs> it was big and I too. Had to, it was a, I gave it was a, a big, big honking square. square, right? And yeah. so it was kind of, yeah. it's like, oh, wow, you cannot sit and finish one of these in one sitting. This is much too good. <laughs> <laughs> well, my kids were not going to allow me to not share it with them. So we all loved it. It was just perfect. <laughs> Halloween, fall, beautiful, beautiful treat. Mm -hmm. Nice. Yes. Fantastic, Heather. Thank you. I will share that. Okay. I made a caramel popcorn for our Halloween treat that we sent to you. It's easy to ship. Um, and I think yes. it's actually really quite easy to make. It's something that in my house, we all really love, but mm -hmm. the store-bought stuff, we have sensitive teeth <laughs> and it can be so hard and crunchy and nuts and I don't know sometimes it just seems too hard so I like this homemade one because it's a little bit softer I colored ours black and orange for Halloween and it also turns your mouth black which is a super <laughs> added benefit of this <laughs> when do you color it into the saucepan so the sugar okay. butter syrup and okay. coloring paste okay. it all goes in the saucepan you want to stir it to it so it dissolves and then once it starts to boil set your timer for five minutes and do not touch it as soon as your timer goes you take it off the stove and that's when you add in baking soda and your vanilla and it does this great thing where it like froths up right it's a really interesting process to make this you pour it out over top of your plain popcorn and then oh, you do okay. um, mix it really good and then you bake it in your oven at 300 for like 10 to 15 minutes just to finish it off and give it the crunch or else it's still very gooey and toffee like and it'll stick to your teeth mm. that last little bake tends to help it so it's a little more of a crunch to it rather than sticky toffee on your teeth mm -hmm. Okay. I also love to make this for Halloween. When our children were little, we had a Halloween party where I made all the kids these little bags of caramel popcorn. And we send all the kids down to the basement to watch like a cute little kids Halloween movie. And <laughs> I'll always remember this story. <laughs> and we go downstairs at the end of the thing and they're like, they've watched maybe two minutes and they've just been flying around the basement. I, you could not distinguish carpet from popcorn at this point. <laughs> it was just a solid layer Ugh. of popcorn all over the floor. And this was when Erin and I were getting to know each other. And I remember saying, should we go and clean up? And she's like, no, just leave it. And I just looked at her in horror. I'm like, but who's going to clean it up? I don't understand. <laughs> it was, but it was delicious. I think we got like a rake or a shovel. Oh my into God. the house to get like it was <laughs> it was in the carpet like it was like it's a good thing it wasn't too sticky <laughs> so caramel corn we sat for a few minutes trying to discern if the orange and the black had separate flavors <laughs> and then i thought i think it's just in my head but it's <laughs> like they're different but i think it's just yeah because then when i closed my eyes i couldn't tell the difference anymore no flavor difference. but it was so tasty <laughs> but i think that how you described it that's what i appreciated about it so much more than any store-bought one it's the difference from stickiness to crispness and crunchiness because it doesn't feel mm. like it's leaving a residue on your teeth it doesn't feel like it's gonna pull out any fillings or anything <laughs> it was yeah it was very crisp and very nice mm -hmm. oh good it reminded me like texture wise of like the old pink elephant 
Yeah. Cracker Jacks or whatever. Yeah. What is it called? The pink elephant stuff? This tasted way better. Like the, <laughs> the flavor doesn't even compare. But that texture of it being just sort of crunchy on the surface, but still popcorn. Whereas sometimes mm -hmm. it felt like sometimes caramel popcorn is more caramel and you almost lose the popcorn in it. And mm -hmm. I like that this is actually, you actually feel like you're munching on popcorn. Just extra. Zhuzhed up popcorn. Mm -hmm. Fancy popcorn. Yeah, I like that. So while Heather's treat was comforting for me, this was like a pop. Like you should have seen my eyes go, <laughs> because I love the texture. I love the texture. This yeah. was a perfect mm -hmm. texture. That's what sells me on it all the time. It's, yes. it's that last little final bake and something to do with the baking soda mixing in there. I don't know. It just. Yeah. I think that the savory sweet. Mmm. I felt like I could taste it because I, I like savory more than sweet, but this was beautiful. I couldn't stop eating. I ate like the whole bag. And then my husband was like, well, where did that popcorn go? Uh, I want, can I have some more of that popcorn? I'm like, no, you already tried it. He's like, no, but where is it? Cause I want to have more. I'm like, it's gone. <laughs> well, I'm gone. I ate I'm trying it. to nicely say that you will never see yeah. it again. Yeah. <laughs> now, Sarah, we need to hear about your cute buns. <laughs> so years and years ago, I came across this recipe. I'm not much of a baker, but this was a very simple recipe by a foodie uh, known to us as Julie Van Rosenthal. I'm, she's on CBC a lot. And this wasn't actually her recipe. It was someone that she had met and it was this person's grandmother. So it's called Jason's Grandma's Two Hour Buns. And I started making these buns like years ago. And I remember one day contacting Aaron and saying, if I wanted to stuff these buns, yes. how would I do that? Because I had no idea what proofing was and all right. this stuff. She gives me some tips. I stuff it. The stuffing all comes out <laughs> and stuff. And I have just used this recipe. And uh, not only can I get the stuffing in, I can actually shape them into weird animal characters and like weird <laughs> things. Sarah gets to bring out her food tweezers and she's That's all right, excited food and happy about it. And <laughs> I swear a lot, but I use this recipe. I make shapes for the kids. So I make them into pigs or chickens or like, you know, whatever. And this time I made them into some sort of weird looking cat, which I'm not sure came out exactly the way I wanted it to, but, but it was spooky, right? And you didn't look like a cat? Oh, definitely. And I'm a, a, quite a connoisseur of black cats. We've had okay. episodes of the podcast where I ranked my top movie black cats. All right. So I'd like to say I'm a little bit of a pro in black cats, and I thought it looked great. That's okay. Perfect. So anyway, this recipe is on the website, and it's simplified a little bit, and you can just use it as a bun recipe and do exactly what we served you without making it into a cat and spending the extra time. But if you wanted to do these kind of things, you can go get these natural colored powders. So the, the black was charcoal. The pink was hibiscus flower or something like that. I did all these weird things. And then I think the star was the cinnamon butter, which um, Heather actually told me about. So see this, both of these things sort of are related to both my co-hosts. Um, <laughs> Heather told me about how she would go home and she would make cinnamon butter. Oh, cinnamon toast. Cinnamon toast. 
And I'll be like, what is that? Well, tell me. So oh. you mix sort of butter with cinnamon and sugar, and then you sort of spread it on your toast. And so I decided to do this with whipped butter, just because I don't know if you guys are familiar with sort of Asian cream buns, like the Chinese cream Indian. buns. <laughs> and I love that. But, but the problem with the Chinese cream buns was that both Heather and I are sensitive to milk and cream. So I just decided to just do this with butter. So I whipped the butter, I threw in the sugar to taste, I threw in the cinnamon to taste, and then I added a little powdered color to make it look like it was kind of pinkish or reddish. So it looked like the cat was bleeding out like its brains or something like that. <laughs> and that's as simple as it was. It was super cute. I lived in East Asia for quite a while and it just reminded me of when kids would come to school and they would have their little kimbaps or their bento boxes that were shaped like little different animals and I was always so envious of these children and now I got to be one of them because I got to eat super cute cat (laughs) there's no reason that you all would know this but I am have many cute cat t-shirts, costumes, oh. all sorts of cat related things. So I was very happy to get Oh, that. I'm oh, so happy. Cute. I didn't know that, but I, yay. It worked out. <laughs> I uh, right. only tasted like the outside buns, um, but it was so tasty. Yeah. It had such a cool cinnamon flavor that I don't think I've experienced in like a baked Right. So I, I think maybe we should tell our listeners by the time we couriered our food over to Edmonton. And unfortunately, it took three days to get to them instead of a few One. hours. So um, I messaged them and said, do not eat the cream bun because, because the cream might be bad. The cream. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. I, I heard that. Samantha told me, but I just ate it anyway. <laughs> and it was good. It was great. I loved it. I, I put it through the test and I saved all my stuff to eat at the same time That's as you right, guys. That's right, you did. Yeah. So if, if I was sick from the cream, I'd be like, oh, if they don't tell us they got sick from the cream, they're lying. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I played okay. it safe. I don't know. Indy's more adventurous than I am. <laughs> you don't have the the years of eating street food in other countries like I do. I feel like no. my, my stomach is ready for anything now. <laughs> um, I forgot to say that I also added a little bit of cream, just a little bit, to get the extra whip and the lightness into the buttercream. Mm. And this was from a little bit of advice that a friend gave me, and she makes cakes. And Sarah tried to trick us because she told us she was making char siu um, buns with barbecue pork in the bun. So then, and we were like all set for this like savory, you know, pork bun. And we're like, wait, why can't they eat it? Like, why won't it keep in the mail? Like, what? what's the problem? Why is there cream in it? She likes to try to trick yeah. us. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was so cute. Totally cute little <laughs> black cat for Halloween. Even though I think I got the one with the eyeball mm-hmm. that was head fallen off, but it was really cute. A one-eyed cat. Yes. And I loved it. I always love those buns. It's a great bun recipe. Mm-hmm. And, and you have it such really patience is. to like color the dough and make the little shapes and put it together. It's so cute. Mm-hmm. Oh. I ate it three days in. It was still delicious. And that, yeah, like that cream in the middle. I liked it so much. 
Yeah, it was it, it was not my best filling. Like I usually put a lot of different kinds of fillings into these buns. This was something very new to me. Um, but I just decided to change my maybe I was craving an a Chinese bun, I Chinese oh, no. coconut cream bun or or something, but I realized how much dairy goes into this, right? Mm. So I decided not to go exactly with a recipe from those kind of buns. So I liked it a lot. Good, good. So there you go. We've watched a movie. We've eaten lots of food. We've kept with the Halloween theme. Yeah, nice little mashup of our two podcasts. Totally. And um, it's time for some fun questions, guys. Rapid fire. Ooh. Ready? Ready? I'm nervous. Don't, no, <laughs> don't, don't ready? think too hard. Just whatever comes to mind. Kate. Hey, yeah. Sam, you answer first because I talk way too much already. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Halloween theme. So favorite chocolate? Uh, Twix. Oh, it, in trick-or-treating, the peanut butter cup was always the gold standard for me growing up. I agree. Heather, the Reese's cup. Reese's cup. Yeah. So a chocolate bar? Nope. Can be, doesn't have to be a chocolate bar, just Ooh. candy. I loved Tootsie Rolls when really? I was Really? I don't oh, like them see, now. You're an ideal friend. My sister loves those, and I would be able to trade uh, yeah, right. yeah, my yeah. Tootsie Rolls to her and get actual good candy. Do you, oh, <laughs> see, and I got so many Tootsie Rolls. <laughs> Yeah, that's a surprising we one. We all win. Exactly. Sarah, what's yours? Cadbury mini eggs. As soon oh. as it comes out, I've got bags in my cart. I love oh, them. Oh, I think they're the hard now. shell. Mm. Oh, I love those ones. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I only buy them around Halloween. I don't know why. Hmm. Should we go favorite Halloween movie? Sure. Trick or Treat might be up there because it is the most Halloween of the Halloween movies. I okay. love um, the original Halloween, the movie. I think it's a better movie and a more important movie. But Trick or Treat is my go-to for Halloween movies. Right. I think I like Hocus Pocus. Mm. I haven't seen the new one. I, I think I'm waiting until closer so to Halloween to see it. It's good. <laughs> Save it for the occasion. Yeah. Heather, do you know what you're going to say? Uh, you, I think you just have to skip me. <laughs> oh, no. I've got two, so you know I, I'll make movies. up for you. I, it's not a Hallow I don't think it's a Halloween movie, but it's always watched it. Halloween, for me, is the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh, yeah. We used oh, to watch that. Oh, that is a good one. All, every year mm. we, would, we would do that and sneak out trick-or-treating, even though we were definitely too old. But we had kind of talked about this earlier, saying that nobody's ever too old to trick-or-treat. So <laughs> we as said if, you're, you dress up. if you dress up and show up at the door, you're getting candy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah if you put the work in, that's that's what you're getting rewarded for not your age <laughs> yeah okay so this is not really halloweeny but i love watching this around halloween is the war of the roses i don't know if you guys have ever seen it but i think it's hilarious <laughs> and kind of i don't know evil i guess and then nightmare before christmas always uh, always i've probably mm. seen nightmare before christmas more than any other movie in my life but yeah. i watch it on christmas eve every year since ah, i was okay. 11 oh. i think yeah ah, that's good and i've never stayed up late enough to watch it with him so right <laughs> that yeah. tells you <laughs> it's indie's like solo tradition it's a great movie oh i love it okay so Boxes of raisins in your treat bag. Yes or no? No. No. Everybody's like, no. We don't want raisins. We want candy. It's a it's a hate oh. from me. 
I don't personally, I like raisins, but it's Halloween. Yeah. Don't give yeah. me raisins. <laughs> I, I have many, many days to eat raisins and <laughs> Halloween is not one of them. Well, thank you so much for joining us. This was really fun. And look, you got me to watch a movie from start <laughs> to finish. <laughs> I didn't realize that was like a feat. <laughs> we have been trying for a long time. and Sarah really especially loves movies and she's always like, hey, are you going to watch this? I've actually been to the theater with Sarah, so that it has happened. And she's only there. gone, be not because of me, but because of the kids. And so <laughs> it's, and then she just sits there and she's like, but like, you as know long what? As she's there's a like good a sport. Good looking guy that I can there ogle or something, then I Those like movie it. seats are damn comfortable now. Oh, I know. Yeah. You'll fall asleep in those comfy chairs, though. Oh, yeah. As you recline, and then it's so nice and big and wide. Like, you're cozy in there. Fantastic. Well, Indy and Samantha, will you plug your podcast? Tell people where to find you. Thanks so much for having us. This was the first time I've spoken on something where I didn't do a big, long soliloquy. I was trying real hard, so... I got through it. But if you want to hear me soliloquize and you want to hear Samantha uh, have to deal with that, you can listen to us. Our podcast is called I Love This, You Should Too. And you can find us wherever you're listening to this. We're on all the big podcast apps. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook and all of those sort of things. And Come uh, listen to us argue about movies. Sounds great. Oh, I just, I want to make one mention. I got to thank you for recommending at one point, like a long ways back, you recommended the podcast, My Dad Wrote a Porno. And I had <laughs> never heard it. And I was like, oh, what are they talking about? Because you were both like, just cracking up, like laughing about how you thought it was so funny. And I was like, oh, okay. I binged that straight through from start to wherever it ended now, like continuously. I, I've never laughed so hard in my life. So I got to thank I, you for recommending that. I, I had to stop listening to it on the train to work because... There were times where I'd like snort because yes. I was holding my laughter in. And then other times where I'd like literally gag because it gets so gross sometimes. <laughs> it's feel good. I like it. Oh, it's so funny. Just so good. Everybody, if you're not offended by erotica. <laughs> and it's terrible erotica, but that's Poorly written erotica. Yeah, yeah. that's the whole point. It's really funny. Anyway, thank oh, you. Oh, no, for I that. love that one. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thanks, guys. Thank you. This was fun. Happy Halloween. Yes. yes. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. All right. Well, trick or treat. <laughs> and now for the fine print. Join us over on the socials, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Pinterest, and on our website at threekitchenspodcast.com. And remember, when you like, follow, subscribe, and review, it helps more people find us. Thank you so much for listening. I, I felt forgot. that, Heather. <laughs> <laughs> I felt it.